You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Sunday, February 28th. This is Aryeh O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. Buses and other public transport to Jerusalem are being blocked today to prevent large crowds of reveliers from reaching the capital to celebrate the final day of Purim in violation of coronavirus restrictions. This follows a weekend of massive street parties in Tel Aviv and elsewhere as police broke up over 100 parties and gave thousands of fines over Purim. Dozens were arrested at illegal celebrations, including at massive nature parties, despite the nighttime curfew that has been clamped down since Thursday. From figures released this morning by the health ministry, some 1,430 people were diagnosed with COVID-19 yesterday. The number of active COVID-19 cases in the country is 45, is 40,000, and the rate of infection is now 6%. The death toll in Israel from the coronavirus pandemic has now reached 5,738 people. Israel's coronavirus coordinator, Professor Nachman Ash, said that the parties do not, in no doubt, spread the coronavirus and the transmission rate was now back up to nearly one. He said the massive disregard for health ministry regulations were deeply worrying and would make it difficult to reopen the economy more. Regarding the death of a fetus, apparently from corona, Professor Ash said that the assessment is that it was linked to the British variant of COVID-19. He added that there were about 10 pregnant women who are currently being hospitalized in serious condition, which means that pregnant women should be vaccinated, he said. Khan reported last night that a 26-year-old woman in her 36th week of pregnancy was admitted to the Kfar Saba hospital after she didn't feel the fetus move. The baby was delivered stillborn and tests found that it had been infected with COVID-19. The mother was said to be in good condition. See, she had not been vaccinated against the coronavirus. Meanwhile, the U.S. government yesterday authorized Johnson & Johnson's single-dose COVID-19 vaccine. The J&J vaccine is the third authorized in the United States, following the ones from Pfizer, BioNTech, and Moderna, both of which require two doses. Israel is continuing to investigate the massive tar spill on our beaches. Minister for Environment Protection Gila Gamliel said that a special team sent to Greece to investigate a ship suspected of causing the oil spill that covered much of Israel's shoreline with tar was not connected. Minister Gamliel told Khan that great efforts are being made to identify the culprits and bring them to justice. According to Gamliel, not all the details known to them have been released in order to prevent cover-ups, but that when the investigation is completed, the public will get all the details. The minister stressed that the pollution was either done out of malice or by a technical malfunction. Either way, these were criminal offenses. She said the crisis was under control and that the bathing season would open as normal this year. Over the weekend, thousands of volunteers continued to come to beaches and sift through the sand to remove the globs of tar. Defense Minister Benny Gantz has blamed Iran for the attack on an Israeli-owned vessel in the Gulf of Oman early Friday. The MV Helios Ray, a vehicle sh carrier ship, was hit by a blast above the waterline that a U.S. defense official said ripped holes in both sides of the hull. An Israeli delegation was on its way to the repair yard in Dubai, where the ship is expected to reach tomorrow to further investigate the incident. The ship is owned by Tel Aviv-based Ray Shipping Limited through a company registered in the Isle of Man. 
Gantz told Khan that the initial assessment was that Iran was responsible for the explosion, which did not cause any casualties. Iran is looking to hit Israeli infrastructure and Israeli citizens, Gantz said. The location of the ship in relative close proximity to Iran raises the notion, the assessment, that this is an Iranian initiative. The United States struck at Iranian-backed targets on the eastern border with Syria over the weekend. Satellite footage reportedly showed massive damage to the site, with dozens of structures destroyed at a base. Despite intense efforts by the Hadassah medical staff, Staff Sergeant Jonathan Granot, 22, a Nahal Brigade fighter, did not survive the head wound he suffered from friendly fire at his Jordan Valley base. He died early Friday. The military police have launched an investigation into the tragedy. The soldier's grieving family at Kibbutz Enat offered to donate his organs for the sake of saving other lives. Taking a look at the weather and colder today with a slight chance of rain. Monday, a further dip in temperatures with local rain forecasted in the north and the center. Maximum temperatures for the main regions, Jerusalem 15, Tel Aviv 19, Haifa 16, Tzvat 13, Beersheba 19, and an Elat going up to 25 degrees centigrade. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program.